0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. I think we've talked about this, Samantha. I know we've talked about it personally. I can't remember if we talked about it on the show. Are you
1: afraid of needles? I am. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I am. When I actually got my vaccine, the woman, i the first woman I talked to, was like, just look the other way, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And the second woman what I talked to, when I looked up, just started laughing and jabbed me real quick. <laughs> but when I was younger, I would get shots when I was sick, and I hated shots so much. I remember at one point I jumped so hard when she poked me, I almost broke off the needle. And the oh. woman almost had and the nurse almost had a heart attack. Oh. So no. like she sat there, she's like, oh my God. And just <laughs> we both just sat there. And my mom was like, what so because that was my reaction and I didn't mean to obviously but mm-hmm. she she was like and she kind of she didn't yell at me but she told me very sternly you almost broke the needle that was going to be a whole different thing and I was like wow sorry so, yeah <laughs> not a fan of needles yeah I'm not either
0: I I find when I was young I hated them. And I remember once the nurse was like, just think of Disney World. And I was like, my parents will never take me to Disney World. And she was <laughs> at a loss at what to say. And then I used to cry when my little brother would give them because I would feel so empathetic for him. Mm-hmm. And now I, I still don't like them, but I think it's more like, I just don't look and it's over so quickly and it almost never hurts when you're getting it, when I'm getting it, I will say for myself. Later it might sting, but but I still am like waiting and tapping my foot anxiously, like can I can't oh, yeah. get this over with?
1: <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think it is the anticipation yeah, more so too. than anything else for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely had them when they different drugs within it does give that cold and it hurts yeah. a little more mm-hmm. than I anticipated. Uh, I also had a, a spinal tab when I was 18. And those mm. needles are huge, yeah. and I had a really adverse reaction to it. So yeah. All these bad memories. <laughs> All these
0: bad memories. But we're very <laughs> pro-vaccine. We um, are. Yes. No matter what. Do it. Yeah, I it really, it really I agree with you, Smith. I feel like it's become more about the anticipation and remembering how much they scared me when I was a kid at right. this point. Um, and it does feel kind of silly. Because I'm an adult and I'm like nervous, and this nurse is having to talk me down, almost right. But we did want to talk about women anti-vaxing today, and we're just gonna put a date on this. I will say we did the research for this one a couple of weeks ago, and stuff has already changed. But today's date is August 24th, 2021, and here in the U.S., we are seeing a terrifying surge of the Delta variant of COVID-19, and school is going back in session, um, and so we're seeing a lot of fights over mask mandates as kids return. And it got me wondering about anti-vaxxers and particularly women anti-vaxxers because also there's been a lot of viral clips about um, kind of these open hearings, the public where people, most of it that goes viral are anti-vaxxers saying things that are, are very over the top and getting very angry and like yelling and shouting and all this stuff. And a few listeners, uh, you have written in about growing up with moms specifically who were anti-vaxxers and how you felt that it put you at risk or how you had to get vaccines in secret or having arguments that ended both parties furious with each other. So it's just something we wanted to look into. Uh, this could really be a much bigger episode, but like kind of base level what are we talking about here?
1: Right. And uh, for the most part, I've, I've seen when it comes to like public arguments, especially like celebrities, it has been women more so than men. Even the husbands who are famous typically don't have an opinion from mm. what we gather. And I will tell this one story. I got a story. Okay. So my partner is really into 3D printing and he loves trying to do some new things. And he saw a thing where from the movie Fifth Element, they have the multi-pass. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh my God, we can make multi pass 3D prints and have the vaccine cards into it so you can protect it with the multi-pass. I'm mm-hmm. uh, really excited. Offered to make it for other people. I think he gave you one. He did. Against your will as well <laughs> as uh, gave a friend one because, uh, you know, it was really exciting. Well, he was showing them up on his uh, sites and just letting people know he was doing it. And then at one point, he got a random Instagram message saying, hey, my daughter told me you're a photographer. Not an Instagram, It was actually a text that you're a photographer and you do some great work. Would love to see if I can get something to say. That up with you. And he was like, Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. What are you? Who? I don't first of all who is this? Because it was a number he didn't know. <laughs> Do you mind telling me who referred you? Would definitely work with you. What were you thinking? What were you asking for? And then she was like, Well, can I just talk to you on the phone? And he was like, What? And he was like, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And we're both very suspicious and trying to figure out who's contacting him because he's not huge. Uh, he's mm-hmm. got a few followings and he does great photography, but like, you know, he's not right. famous. So he ends up calling this woman, and it turns out that she thought, because of the multi-pass, that he was selling fake vaccine cards. Oh, wow. And was trying to get a fake vaccine card. Of course, had to do it on the phone because he didn't want to leave it in text. Uh-huh. And trying to get one, and she's like, I have to do a conference here, and they won't let me in without a vaccine card. Wow. And he was like, ma'am, ma'am. Get your vaccine. And at that point, (laughs) I'm like, you should have told her, yeah, come meet me at, and then take her to CVS or Walgreens (laughs) to get a vaccine because that would have been hilarious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, people are actually trying to do this. And it ended up that she had talked to her daughter and saying, I think this dude is trying to sell vaccine cars, which by the way, he's not. We are pro-vaccine. Go get your stupid vaccine. Yeah, and the FBI's had to look into that
0: uh, because there's been so many fake vaccines printed.
1: That's so absurd. I've seen the one that had, like, Jesus is my vaccine, which is even better. Mm-hmm. So back to some facts. I just had to share that story. Mm-hmm. There have been several recent studies about the unvaccinated population in the U.S. and why they are unvaccinated and how the demographics shake out. And we've had discussions on the show about issues of access or racial trauma that can't be ignored. Um, and a few of these studies have ran with headlines like quote, women make up the majority of anti-vaxxers online. A couple of things before we dig into why that might be. Firstly, while a recent study of 1,000 demographically representative folks found that about 22%, 8% always identified this way, and 14 sometimes do, of Americans identify as anti-vaxxers, most experts point out that they really are not the primary segment of unvaccinated people in the U.S.
0: Yes, and actually, I have a story about this. Because I was telling you that Big Conference Dragon Con, of which I usually attend, recently announced to get in. I mean, there there's a bunch of health policies they're instituting. But one of them is you have to have a vaccine or a negative health test, a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours. And I was just going through, after they announced this, I was just going through the comments um, to see what the how angry people were and a lot of people were really happy a lot of people were like oh my gosh thank goodness a lot of people were really angry and like well now i see you and i'll never attend again and you'll never get my money again but then there were plenty of people who were like well i guess i'll go get one now and i was like really
1: (laughs) right this is the thing okay okay you gotta you gotta get that vaccine if you want to dress up and party
0: According to that study that you just mentioned, Samantha, a lot of people were adapting kind of a wait and see. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, I'm going to see what happens to people who get it early and then I'll get it. So I just thought that was really interesting. And I know we've talked about that before is I'm just curious about people who are getting it now. Like, what is the thing that you were like, okay, I'll get it. Apparently for some people, it is going into a conference, a nerd conference. Looking specifically at anti-vaxxers and Facebook, a recent study did find that the vast majority, in quotes, of people commenting on sharing and liking anti-vax posts are women. This conclusion was reached by analyzing two years of data from six of the largest anti-vaxxer Facebook pages, and that equated to over 2 million people. Shares The researchers behind this find point out that spreading misinformation and disinformation is a huge part of holding people back from getting vaccinated and possibly overall leading to them to get sick. People on these pages often report feeling repressed, and there are so many comparisons to the Holocaust on them. A 2014 study found conspiracy-like thinking was more common among anti-vaxxers as compared to the general public.
1: Right, because, you know, we're all magnetic now, so mm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. So a 2019 study found that France displayed the highest level of anti-vax sentiments, uh, and Bangladesh had the lowest. And the U.S. was overall pretty positive towards vaccines, which, yeah, I guess the loudest, uh, squeakiest will gets the you know most attention or whatever right. it is. I mixed up right. all the sayings right there.
0: But I got you. I understand. Thank you. I found that really interesting. And of course, this is from 2019. So I wonder if that's changed. This is like there's been some bombastic rhetoric um, in the U.S. and in other countries as well. But here, I wonder if that shifted. But I was kind of surprised that France was the highest and the U.S. was pretty, right. overall was pretty positive, pretty pro-vaccine. Like even, even when the scientists in it were like, you know, we wish this was higher. I think it was still like nine out of 10. And even kids, like, yeah, get my kids a vaccine. So that was interesting. But a part of the problem, experts say, of this anti-vaxxing mentality is in an identity piece. It's it's this idea that it is a piece of social identity, that it is a marker that people see as a part of themselves, like a core value that they are proud of. And when you approach them about it, they may feel attacked. Um, and that is difficult to change. That was saying, because obviously we're, we being mostly scientists and researchers, but I'm invested too. We're all invested looking into why people aren't getting vaccinated. So they are trying to find like, well, what is it? How can we approach this to change people's minds or to get them to do it? And they were saying that's going to be really tough if people see it as a piece of themselves. But what about women anti-vaxxers specifically? Well, like we talked about in several past episodes, including the one on QAnon, it has a lot to do with myths around pregnancy and children. A March 2021 study found that 66% of women said they planned to get the vaccine or had gotten their first dose, compared to 72% of men. It also found that Republican men are the most vaccine-averse group, followed by Republican women and then Democratic women. Experts believe this has to do with myths and disinformation around vaccines causing infertility in women or triggering an adverse effect in children. In 2020, a group of people published a petition to a German website suggesting with zero evidence that the COVID vaccine might cause infertility. And one of the authors was a former president of Pfizer, which gave it a lot more credibility than it would have had. In anti-vax circles, this could be part of a population control plan. That's one of the theories. Many misinterpret or misrepresent scientific findings to gain support for their theory, which is what happened with the study around autism in children and vaccines, which I believe we talked about before in the past. In times of uncertainty and fear, people are more susceptible to think things like this make sense. So you're always kind of looking for this stuff. And that's been a topic of conversation as well during all this.
1: Yeah. Others have pointed out the irony of anti-vaxxer women using the phrase, my body, my choice, to protest masks and vaccines. When they are so against reproductive rights and abortion. Yeah, they really think they're flipping the coin on that one. Mm. Some Republican officials have been introduced and gotten past laws prohibiting mask mandates, although the Supreme Court did actually uh, decide not to rule on one of the uh, mask mandate laws in at, at a school, which pissed a lot of Republicans off because now they're like, oh, no, we can't force this. Right. So it's interesting. At Republican conventions, people have cheered low vaccine numbers. As in fact, though, apparently, Donald Trump himself tried to recommend yeah. and encourage it and got booed by his own people. Yeah, and then he
0: backed up and he was like, well, you know, only if they you want it, but I, you don't have to get it. I have said what I've said. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Huh." laughs> yeah, there's just an, a lot of... Interesting things at play. And I find it fascinating how often we do go back to this idea of children in pregnancy when it comes to conspiracies and women. Right. It's just a theme that we're seeing over and over again and really preying on and building up that idea of almost like kind of this ultra women are the protectors of children and this is your role is to have children.
1: And just really playing that up. Right. There's definitely a whole level of conversation that is interesting to me where the majority of people that I've seen, once again, not necessarily all, and I haven't done the research, but what I've witnessed is pretty much predominantly white cis female who are the ones that are the loudest about being anti-vaxxers. And typically when it comes to eugenics, that doesn't target them. When it comes to the fact that this Mm -hmm. type of thing does happen and they're trying to cause infertility on purpose so that people, you know, population control, it's never been geared towards white women, typically. So it's kind of ironic to me that that's what they want to harp on because the true incidents of this happening have been typically towards ableist and or racial ideas. So so it's like, hey, buddy, you're jumping into a thing that you don't even really understand.
0: Right. I mean, you're absolutely correct because that brings up like multiple other issues that are at play in this whole right. conversation, that we're not giving as much airtime, or or we're not even including. Like it's almost like we separate them out, and we shouldn't separate them out because right. it is part of this whole thing. Right. But yeah, obviously there is a lot we could unpack here, uh, but we just wanted to do a quick overview. As always, listeners, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear. What's going on in your neck of the woods and your part of the world if it's uh, different than what we're talking about? You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.